everybody is doing good. Launching right in, going into vaccines. This is an unfiltered with Dan Bongino video. Of course, what we're talking about right, right now when it comes to vaccines, the hottest topic is for the Pfizer and for the Moderna have been approved for kids six months to four and six months to five years of age. The, bo- the study is totally bogus. I'm going to go over it briefly again right after this video. Play it for me, guys. The FDA has approved COVID vaccinations for kids under five. Uh, Doc, is this really necessary? I mean, we, we, you know, we know COVID's serious. So I get that. But the, the effects on kids are far different than the effects on the elderly. It's true. Uh, it's characteristically a mild syndrome in children. So it's, they're not medically necessary nor clinically indicated. We have two failed real-world studies in kids aged 12 to 17, one by Dora Bawilla, the other by Fleming Dutra, published in JAMA. So we know even if they're used in kids, there won't be any differences in rates of COVID-19 serious outcomes. There's no reductions in hospitalizations and deaths in the randomized trials. And Dan, we have no assurances that these are safe over the long run. It's actually way worse than either, even Dr. Peter McAuliffe says. And always remember this, when it comes down to everything COVID, it really is logic and the entire response to COVID has been illogical. There's no other way to frame it. I would frame it some other way, but the only way to frame it is stupid. It's illogical. Everything, the entire response, whether it's masking, locking down, mask mandates, vaccine mandates, quarantining the healthy, Whatever what, what, uh, vaccine passports, about anything that you could name, and it's not about anything you can name, absolutely every response to COVID-19 was nonsensical, completely illogical, which means it was stupid. And if it's stupid, stupidity means knowing that it's wrong and doing it anyway. Ignorance is not knowing that it's wrong and doing it anyway. Stupidity is knowing that it's wrong and doing it anyway. So for there to be mass stupidity, then there has to be an ulterior motive. The ulterior motives, as you've heard me speak about really over the last 27 months of 15 days to flatten the curve, which also shows you the nonsensical nature of the entire COVID response. 15 days to flatten the curve has has turned into 27 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. But it's completely and totally illogical. And it's all it's if it's if it's about stupidity, if it's nonsensical and illogical, then there has to be an ulterior motive. The ulterior motive. Motive is control. The entire response to COVID-19 is control. How are they controlling me, Tom, by wearing a mask? Well, it's very simple. First of all, weren't there places that you couldn't enter in without a mask? That's control. And now masking is turned into, since it's completely and totally, again, using the same verbiage, nonsensical and illogical to wear a mask for a virus that, you know, 0.06 to 0.14 microns is the size of a COVID particle, and N95 starts blocking particles at 0.3 microns, and that's almost three times the size. So wearing... Wearing even an N95 mask is nonsensical. We've seen all the data coming in from all the countries. You can follow very easily on Ian Miller on Twitter. He puts out all the graphs from all of their health agencies from both the United States and overseas. Everybody who has mask mandates and vaccine mandates, lockdowns, their COVID numbers are higher, I repeat, higher both infections hospitalizations and deaths are higher than those countries who didn't do those things at those levels just about every country did them at some level 
in even countries like Australia where mass lockdowns and you know even covid camps and here i have I, I was debating the other night with an australian and i'm like how can you even defend your country i mean how can you even defend your the covid response of australia when you were building covid camps that doesn't rivet your soul that you're building covid camps with barbed wire fences around them that they said, you know, they, they kind of alleged that they were voluntary. They were never voluntary. People were not free to leave. How do you say now, by the way, Australia is not only overrun with COVID now because you can't lock down mask or vax yourself, uh, you know, away from or, or, uh, you know, come to a place of complete victory over a respiratory virus by locking down, by masking, and by vaccinating. It does not work. You can't, it just isn't. There's no way. It's going to run through the population unless you're somebody who's binding and loosing in Matthew 16, 19. It will, it will, because there's no way to control a respiratory airborne virus. Masking does absolutely nothing. So now Australia is overrun with COVID 19, completely, totally overrun with COVID 19. They were so happy about their numbers. New Zealand's the same way. They all had the zero COVID policy that now even China has relinquished. Now they're overrun with COVID. And not only, you know, Jacinda Ardern tested positive for COVID. They're not only overrun with COVID now, their hospitals are actually not filled with COVID, as is always the case. We're being overrun. Remember, that's the whole thing over the last 27 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. And now when they're pimping pimping and whoring the vaccines for kids six months to five, six months to four, it's always, and, and the ERs are being filled with kids. And anybody who would do just the most rudimentary of investigation into those allegations would find out, Kids were not, the kids were, the, the ERs were not overrun with kids. And if kids happened to be overrunning in, in ER, it had nothing to do with COVID. But yet, does, do any of these liberal institutions, liberal media sites, CDC, NIH, all the allegations, all the statements, all the policy that were completely and totally wrong, that were either instituted or espoused, did any of these people, whether it's media or Rochelle Walensky, Francis Collins, Anthony Fauci, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, did any of them ever come out and say I was wrong? Even Donald Trump, did he ever come out and say he was wrong about Operation Warp Speed when you have, a, you have Americans and people around the world dropping dead and being infirmed because of these vaccinations? So Australia is not only being overrun with COVID now because you can't lock down, vask, va- vax, and mask your way uh, through a respiratory virus. It doesn't work. Never has, never will. They put you exactly where you always catch COVID, lock you down into a house where 80% of all COVID cases are caught in one's own home. So they're being overrun, not only with COVID cases, COVID hospitalizations and COVID deaths. Actually, their hospitals are not full of COVID as they never were in the United States. Never were. All that New York stuff and the body trucks, all bold-faced, liberal, progressive lies, all with the intention of controlling you. That's what this is about from day one. Control through fear. You can wear the modern day swastika, which is the mask, showing your pledge of allegiance to the globalist leftist agenda. 
out of Davos, Switzerland, adhered to by communist China, adhered to by Justin Trudeau in Canada, adhered to by Joe Biden and, and of course, the United States of America, not us, but him in the Democratic Party, adhered to by Angela Merkel in Germany, adhered to by Emmanuel Macron in Australia, adhered to by Scott Morrison in Australia. He's been replaced. Angela Merkel has also, but they were major COVID cavers and institutionalized COVID tyranny. But, but Australia is being overrun with affects from the vaccine. They won't admit it, but by the way, they're going to have to admit it. It's going to come out. There will be no way to deny what these vaccines have done. What are they being overrun with in their hospitals? They're being overrun with heart attacks and pulmonary embolisms. Blood clots and heart attacks. They're also, you know, hardly in, in a lot of their, in the recent data that came out out of Australia, where they had 2,200 excess deaths in January of 2022, only 400 of them were COVID. So they had in January of 2022, 2,200 more deaths than they had in January of 2021. So in, in, I don't know what they had in 2020, you know, the, you know, well, that was prior to COVID. So their most of their, you know, their deaths should be really high in 2021, right? Because not that many people, well, plenty of people got vaccinated in the latter half of 2021. But so they had a major excess death count there. They have more people have died this year from January to 20, January through May of this year in Australia than 2020 and 2021 combined in that same time frame. So all that they're doing, that's, that's the illogical, nonsensical aspect of all of this. All that you have done, you're masking, you're quarantining, people being fired and losing their businesses forever because they refuse to comply. Your vaccine mandates, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your QR-coded Mark of the Beast vaccine passport on your phone. All of those measures, how have they worked? You have more deaths in the first five months of this year in Australia than 2020 and 2021 combined for that same five-month period. In the height of the pandemic, in both in 2020 and 2021, 2020 and 2021, it's hard to say that, in succession in the height of the pandemic you have more deaths now than then so all of your mitigations all of your covid response all of your covid tyranny has done absolutely nothing except one thing it's actually made it worse not only do you have covid cases in your hospitals now you have heart attacks pulmonary embolism embolisms and the various maladies from the vaccine and by the way it's going to come out these people are incapable of fighting off a vac- fighting off a virus, and it's good. There, that's why their numbers are going through the roof. Because not only does the clot jab, not only does the Moderna and the Pfizer mRNA vaccinations cause heart attacks, you know, pericarditis, myocarditis, and heart attacks, pulmonary embolisms, capillary blood clotting. They not only cause that; they have they also cause ADE, antibody dependent enhancement syndrome. So COVID comes back around because COVID will be seasonal. Just like everything, it replaced the flu, not because it was more virulent, but because that was the agenda of the World Health Organization. That was the agenda of the CDC and the NIH and the various health organizations around the world represented by country. So flu disappeared. It didn't really disappear. It was just as prevalent as always, but that doesn't fit the globalist agenda. You never, they can't use flu to control you. 
So the flu disappears, and lo and behold, COVID takes over. So they're in Australia, they're suffering from the, the effects of the vaccination. That's, who's, that's what's filling the hospitals. They're not admitting it yet, but they will have to. We've prayed it. They will have to admit it at some point. But see, COVID comes back around and you have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. You have no ability to fight it off. So their, their narrative is this perfect, circular, almost like eye of a hurricane. It's just very circular. They give you a vaccine. You know, vaccine one, vaccine two, booster completely annihilates your immune system, possibly forever. And then you can't fight it off. So you do get COVID. So they'll be able to say, look, he's got COVID. You know, it would be this. And by the way, if it's a PCR test, everything's COVID. They'll say you have COVID. Because you have no ability to fight off. So their agenda just keeps on spinning. So they give you another booster. That, you know, because you are unable to fight it off yourself. So you have no antibodies. So they give you antibodies in another booster. And maybe for a short period of time, your body rallies, but that booster is further killed off your immune system and giving you a, a, a further extent of antibody dependent enhancement syndrome. And then COVID comes around and again, they give you another booster. Oh, that could never happen. Really? Some people are on their fifth, are on their fifth shot. Anthony Fauci himself has had four, if you believe people like him actually took them, which I don't. So it's the perfect, the perfect storm that they have created. People now unable to fight off any infection whatsoever. And that means any infection. Basically, they're walking around with HIV. And then they've got all the boosters ready and willing and able to be put into arms over and over and over again because these people are unable to fight off infection back to back to uh, uh six month old to five year old four four year old vaccinations out of moderna and pfizer i can't remember exactly which one it was moderna and pfizer have both been approved by rochelle walensky and the cdc and the fda have all been approved the bioethics uh department of the NIH is run by Anthony Fauci's wife. That's who the FDA goes to to approve their, their vaccinations, Anthony Fauci's wife. And I wonder why he's so pro-vaccine. Well, not to mention that he's on the board of Gilead and the board of, of Gilead, which is remdesivir. Anthony Fauci's also on the Bill and Melinda Gates vaccine board. We, we know all that. Active with Gavi and all that. But, here, but here's the data coming out of it. And I, like I said a moment ago, this, this vaccine has been approved for six-month-olds, six-month-olds to four-year-olds, and six-month-olds to five-year-olds. I can't remember which is Moderna and which one's Pfizer, so really doesn't matter. But here's the, here's the Pfizer study. I went over this on Saturday and Thursday, maybe both. I can't remember which. And I even went over it from the pulpit on Sunday morning here at Foundation Church. Here is this study that the FDA used to approve the Pfizer vaccine. This is the Pfizer methodology. This is how Pfizer came up with their 80% efficacy, their 80% effectiveness of their, 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 their vaccine. This is how they came up with it. Here's, here's how it went. It's just using their numbers. They had 250 people. In their trial group, that's, I mean, correction, 225 people in their trial group, 150 in their 
placebo group, they're a control group. So placebo, of course, means they're not receiving the vaccine. Trial group means people are receiving the vaccine, all of which think that they're receiving the vaccination. So there's 375 people in this group. Six-month to two-year-olds, 98 in the trial group got COVID, 58 in the non-vaccinated group got COVID. Two years old to five years old, 127 in the vaccinated group got COVID. 92 in the unvaccinated group got COVID. That actually indicates negative efficacy. What does that mean? You are more likely to get COVID if you took the vaccine than if you didn't. Counting all infections during the trial, this is how they did it. The vax is actually 20% effective if you count all infections during the trial. That's, that's how it went. And that is, it's actually 20% effective. It is not 80% effective. It's only 20% effective. Cases of severe COVID were mostly amongst the vaccinated group. Here's how they came up with it. What they actually did was they had 300 and I believe it was 375 infections. They didn't count 365 of the 375 infections because 365 of the 375 infections occurred before the third dose because this was a three-dose trial. So most of the infections, they didn't count. So they could say, well, there was only 10 infections out of the, out of, out of the group. No, there was, actually, there was actually 365, more than that. There's actually 375 total, but they only counted 10 of them. It is completely corrupt. And again, it comes down to logic and nonsensicalness. A child, a six-month-old, a zero to 19 years of age, and, and I quoted this Sunday morning, and this if you watch this podcast, you've probably heard me quote this study 500 times. Out of the Axe-Force Leonidas Stanford study, zero to 19 years of age, that covers obviously zero to six months, six months to five, six months to four, covers it all. So zero to 19 years of age, the post-infection survival rate after they have full blown COVID, not just a COVID test, full blown COVID, post-infection survival rate for that age group, zero to 19 is 99.997%. Why would anybody vaccinate their child for that? It's nonsensical, so there has to be another reason. There has to be another reason. The flu is 7 to 20 times more virulent to that group, more deadly to that group than COVID. So there has to be another reason. The the reason being is for EUA extension, emergency use authorization extension. As long as Pfizer and Moderna have their experimental, highly dangerous, mRNA vaccination where they tested it for one year, tried to hide. They developed it in about 18 months, tested it for a very short period of time, tried to hide all of the data having to do with the vaccine, having to do with the development of the vaccination, tried to hide all that data for 75 years. Again, if you're a logical person, would you take a vaccine from a company who's trying to hide its development for 75 years? Christians, COVID caving Christians, COVID caving pastors who pimp and whore this vaccine. You're going to pimp and whore a vaccine 
where the developers of the vaccine you're pimping and whoring tried to hide its development for 75 years and went to federal court to do so and lost in federal court the FDA suing on their behalf? You're going to take their back? You're going to trust the FDA who is suing on behalf of Pfizer, trying, they're su- actually going to, at, you're using your taxpayer dollars, the Food and Drug Administration sued on behalf of Pfizer to keep their vaccine development data confidential for 75 years, and then you as a pastor are going to pimp and whore that vaccine in your own church? You're going to do that? Truly, truly amazing to me. But kid, there's no reason for a child to ever take this vaccination. Zero. There's no statistical data. So there has to be another reason. The reason is controlling humanity. But the, but the more surfacey reason is because of EUA extension. They, if, as long as, you have, as long as you are vaccinating children, your EUA, your emergency youth authorization, remains in effect in perpetuity. Basically for forever. Is, that's the rules. Why are those rules in place? Because that's what they do. What all of these people do. They actually create their own laws that, that prosper them, that benefit them, And then they hearken back to those laws as if some sort of outside agency, some neutral agency put them into effect to govern all. No, they actually put their own laws in effect. You know, Anthony Fauci, when he was testifying recently about um, not having to release the royalties that NIH members are getting from vaccine companies, he said, well, that, that goes back to such and such a law that's in place. Yeah, they put those laws in place so they don't have to answer for the money that they're receiving from private institutions, from private multinational conglomerates. So they, have their, they made their own laws and then act like it's some sort of benevolent, neutral law that they can hearken to. No, they put them in place to guard themselves. It's just, I mean, it's very, it's just like the, you know, Congress and Senate are basically the only ones in the country that weren't forced into Obamacare because they have their own laws that, that protect them, that prevent them from having to go into their very own legislation. That's what these people, that's what it's really all about. So they, they just, as long as they're vaccinating children, their EUA goes on and on and on and on because the EUA for the Pfizer and the Moderna COVID-19 vaccination is already run out. It's been long since run out, but that's why they got 11 to 16. That's why they got 16 to 18. That's why they just keep on uh, going to the next age bracket of child because it's, well, now they're running out now. I don't know. I guess they're going to try zero to six months next, but it's absolutely nonsensical. How, how in the world is it an emergency to vaccinate a, a person? And of course, I'm talking about six months to five years, five years of age. A person who's 7 to 20 times more likely to die of the flu has absolutely statistical zero chance of dying from COVID and basically zero chance of passing COVID on to grandma. And in that age bracket, 75% of kids have already caught COVID. So they already have natural immunity, which is far better than any immunity that Pfizer or Moderna could ever offer. And that's not even spoken about. It's not even mentioned in the vaccine trial data, anything about natural immunity whatsoever. Back to Peter McAuliffe. To this day, there are no university outpatient protocols or centers of excellence. Play it for me. Are doctors not doing anything? 
Yes. Our health system's not doing anything. Yes. Is the CDC, NIH, and FDA, are they making things worse? Yes. Do we have two presidents in the United States that have made things worse? Yes. Two surgeon generals. Yes. White House task force. There is a ubiquitous oblivion to helping people get through the pandemic. And small groups of individuals like this are enlightened. And it's our task to prevent. Basically, what he's talking about is everybody's in on this. And I've been saying this now. This is week number six. You either abide in lies or you stand in the truth. Why would anybody abide in lies? I mean, everybody, listen, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. We've all lied. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Jeremiah 17, 9, Romans 3, 22. We've all done these things. That's the way it is. And we can come and find forgiveness in the grace of God in Christ. We got that. However, why would people choose lies over the truth? It's because they're scared of the consequences of telling the truth. I wear, you people say, I wear a mask because I don't, I, want to, I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable around me. So you are abiding in a lie because you are afraid of the consequences of the truth. I don't believe vaccines are dangerous at all. You are abiding in lies because you are scared of the consequences of the truth. People are dropping dead all over the planet. And if they're not dropping dead, they have no immune system left and they're getting sick over and over and over again. Jensaki sick twice with COVID inside of six months. Fauci's now got it. And I can't remember. There was somebody recently, Justin Trudeau, of course, got it. I don't know if it's the second time, but you're afraid of the consequences. So you just keep advocating for a vaccine that you know is dangerous because you're vaccinated. It does, you lying is not going to change its danger to you. You need to be prayed over and delivered from the affects of that vaccination. Now, in Jesus' name, you need to be prayed over. It's not going to, so everything will come down to this in these coming years. You either stand in the truth or you will stand in lies, abide in lies because you are afraid of the consequences of the truth. You know, what will people think? They'll think I'm anti-science. They'll think I'm transphobic. Are you going, are you going to Christian? Accommodating Christian? Tolerant Christian? You think love is accommodating and love is tolerant? It is not. Love is God. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which they must be saved. John 14, 6 and Acts 4, 12. Jesus is not tolerant. One way, period. Salvation is found in no one else. He's not tolerant. He's not accommodating. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning that grace may increase? By no means we died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? If we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. He, Romans 6, 1 and 2. Hebrews 10, 26 and 27. God is not tolerant. God is not accommodating. There is one way. 
Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it, Matthew 7, 13 and 14, followed up by 15 and 16. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Those false prophets are the accommodating and the tolerant Christians who abide in lies because they're scared of the consequences of the truth people will stop coming to my church if i preach the bible as is if we don't mask if we don't lock down they're they're doing climate lockdowns right now in france because it's too hot outside you're an adult you're you know it's too hot what do you do you find shade you don't lock down because because it's too hot you you need to have a manual macron wef Klaus Schwab worshiper come in and tell you, you know what? Your, event's, your event is shut down. You're locked down because it's too hot outside. You're an adult. What are you going to do? I mean, it's coming for you again. You're going to cave again because you're scared of the consequences of the truth, the ramifications of standing in the truth. You're going to be called names. You're homophobe, trans, transophobe. You're not a very tolerant person. You're not, this is what we do inside of the Christian community. You're not very loving. You're awfully harsh. Have you ever read the Bible? Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, with an exclamation mark. That's Jesus talking. And like five times that he said it in the 23rd chapter of Matthew. For you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead man's bones and all uncleanness. And you think, you think Jesus wasn't loving? Jesus would be kicked out of most churches for being too harsh. Even if a church knew it, if they were actually interviewing pastors through whatever board that they have at their church, even if they knew it was Jesus and their church's name was Jesus, they wouldn't hire Jesus because they're not about the word of God. They're about their own version of love. They've created their own theology. I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word above all your name. Psalm 138 too. Most Christians have formed their own theology and it's bracketed in their own love. And even the word of God is not allowed to trumpet. So they think masking is loving. No, masking is lying. You think, you think making homosexuals feel comfortable in your church is loving. They shouldn't feel comfortable. They should feel loved. And how do you love them? You tell them the truth. That we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Ephesians 4, 14 and 15 and 16. That's what you're supposed to do. Speak the truth. Period. Yes, you should do it loving, but what does that even mean? Oh, there's, there was a, you know, he, he had a little edge on, on what he said. I didn't really like his voice. And play. You know what? What does that even have? You read again, did you read, was it when Jesus said, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites with an exclamation mark? When he called Peter Satan, when he called those same Pharisees and Sadducees sons of hell, you wander to and fro to win any proselyte you possibly can. But when you do, it's not a direct quote. They're twice as much a son of hell as you are. 
Was he too harsh? See, what, what harsh is today is very different than harsh was back then. Back then, they were concerned about people, Christians stoning other Christians or Christians stoning non-Christians. Don't be harsh. Because that's how Christians were dealt with. Stephen being stoned. Paul being stoned. All right, back on topic here. All right, back on back. This, I have this little focus here on China that I want you to see. This is a, the Dirty Truth video. Fentanyl is the leading cause of death. What does that have to do with COVID? You'll see in just a minute. Fentanyl is the leading cause of death. It doesn't necessarily have to do with COVID, but it's all, it's all about death coming from the same sources all the time. Play it for me. Yeah, tunnel vision starts getting smaller and smaller, and around this tunnel, it's just darkness, right? And it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and closes, and it goes, you're dead. That's it. You think you're dead? No, you're dead. You're a flat line, no heartbeat, dead. Today, the CDC shared a truly staggering statistic on drug overdoses. Nearly 108,000 Americans died from overdoses last year. That's the most ever, and it's about 15% more than the record. This is San Diego, that's Mexico. Last year, more than 11,000 pounds of fentanyl made its way into the U.S., and more than half of it came right through here. They don't do much about the companies that are making the ingredients that are required to make fentanyl. Those are now being sent in staggering amounts to Mexico. Before he was caught, most dealers, like Falkowski, were buying fentanyl through the mail. That come through Mexico over the border into the United States? No, no, no Mexico. No, it's, this is coming straight from China. Ironically, much of China's fentanyl production is done here in Wuhan, the same city now known as Ground Zero of the COVID-19 pandemic. Just my agency has seized enough fentanyl to kill the entire country. See, it's very strange, of course, isn't it? Because here we have all of these things coming from the same source. Anthony Fauci sends millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research. By the way, Tetros, the leader of the World Health Organization, just came out today or yesterday, I can't really tell on Twitter, but it was today or yesterday, and came out and said, that he believes now that it's most likely that COVID-19 originated in the Wuhan Institute of Virology and it was a lab leak, okay? There's no way you can deny it because, see, what's going to come out is that the Moderna patented material was found in the alpha variant, the originating variant of COVID-19. There is no way to deny that. It's going to come out. There's nothing Moderna can do. Moderna, which is partners with who? Partners with who? Uh, the NIH and Anthony Fauci. Remember Anthony Fauci on the Hill going back and forth with Rand Paul about royalties. Partners with him. Moderna's partners with Lockstep. I mean, literally fiscal partners with the NIH and Anthony Fauci. Their, their patented material was found in the alpha variant. Moderna has not denied it. They simply said, we are looking into it. If it wasn't the case, what would you say? Absolutely no freaking chance, man. There's no way our material was in the alpha variant. You think you were innocent. That's what you would say. That's not the well, well, you know, they gave the typical swamp response. Oh, yeah, we're looking into it. No, so it's coming out. So you have Anthony Fauci sending millions of dollars. Yeah, throw that up there, guys, if it's something good. 
So yeah, there it is. Wu, Wu Chief says it's, it was premature to rule out COVID lab leak. He's now saying that it's primarily, the, that, that it pretty much has to be a lab leak looking at the evidence. He hasn't ruled out everything else, but that's where he's obviously heavily leaning, heavily leaning because he knows. They all know. Tetros isn't vaccinated. I'm telling you, they all they all know. And they and they and he knows Moderna material was found in the Alpha variant, the original variant of COVID-19. So you have Anthony Fauci sending millions of dollars over to the NIH through Equal Health Alliance and Peter Daszak. You have Bill and Melinda Gates, Tom, you talk about this all the time. You have to always lay the groundwork. You have to lay the groundwork. Bill and Melinda Gates send tens of millions of dollars to the to to the Chinese version of the National Institutes of Health. Chinese Academy of Sciences is what it's called, which owns the Wuhan Institute of Virology. They didn't just send tens of million to one of them. They sent tens of million to each of them, both the, the Chinese Academy of Sciences and the Wuhan Institute of Virology received tens of millions of dollars from, from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So through gain-of-function research, they created the vaccine. That is allegedly, I don't know what the number, listen, COVID-19 has killed people. Mainly the obese and mainly the elderly. But that's population control and it's not, everything's control. Population control, fiscal control, travel control, voting control, speech control. It's all about control. And COVID-19 is a vehicle for that. The response to COVID-19. COVID-19 itself and the response to COVID-19 is a vehicle of control. Can't buy, sell, trade, or travel. European Union, Canada, uh, Australia, uh, Israel, New York City, can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your QR-coded mark of the beast, your vaccine passport. Facts, that's the truth. So it's all about control. All for what? A 99.9% survival virus for every age category, pretty much. Once you're 80 or above, it's only 95% survival, even with comorbidities. So they develop it. They cause the problem. They make They make the virus caused the problem, in my opinion, leaked on purpose into the world military games that were suspiciously being held. Very, very odd. Suspiciously being held in Wuhan, China in December of 2019. Very strange, isn't it? Very strange. And then, of course, two months prior to that, at Event 201, you had the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Pfizer, Moderna, sponsored by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and the World Economic Forum, you have Event 201, where they war game a response to a strange new virus nobody ever heard of, a coronavirus. Very strange that that occurred in October of 2019. And then very strangely, two months later, it gets released into the World Military Games in Wuhan, China, where gain-of-function research is being done on coronaviruses in Wuhan, China. So, and now, so that's causing death. And then China also has blessed the world with its mass production of fentanyl. Now, all of these Democrats who allege to be purveyors of life, the compassionate class, always just trying to save people's life. And they always throw down kids. We really care about the kids. We want to steal all your guns to save all the kids. They allegedly are those that want to save lives, right? But they have a wide open border where fentanyl from China goes to Mexico, crosses the southern border, 
It's not just Mexicans crossing the southern border. Actually, it's not. It's hard. It's, I can't say it's hardly ever Mexicans. There's plenty of plenty of plenty of Mexicans crossing the border, but lots of Venezuelans, lots of Eastern Europeans are crossing our southern border. People from all over the world crossing our southern border. Forty, fifty nationalities across the across the border on a regular basis. So fentanyl crosses the southern border. So you have these purveyors of life, people who really want to save lives. They develop COVID-19, which kills people. They develop the, the solution to their problem, which is the vaccine, which is now mass killing people. And then they have an open southern border for fentanyl to cross, which caused 108,000 overdose deaths, not solely fentanyl, but a lot of these fentanyl deaths, 108,000 overdose deaths in the United States in 2021. By the way, another Biden world record. Every month, every month he said something. I can't say every month, but I'll give it to you this way. In, in May, we had the most people cross the southern border, known crossings, illegal crossings, in history. Now, what was the previous record? Uh, that would be April. That, that, that's the Biden administration. How many of those people were carrying fentanyl? How many of those people were trafficking children for sex crimes? Biden, but, these, but I, I thought these people were the, the compassionate party. The left is the compassion. The left is compassion. 41.2 million global abortions every year from the globalist left, the bourgeois elitist globalist left. It's exactly the opposite. They are the opposite of everything they say they are. And you are the opposite of everything they say you are. They project on you that which they are. They call you a murderer. They're the murderers. They call you a racist. They're the racist. They call you the whatever phobes. They are the whatever phobes. All of, all of their activism, all of it, is all about ushering in a control system where the bourgeois elitist snobs, the private jet flying climate activists have control over everything you do through a one world commerce system. It's simply the book of Revelation unfolding right before your very eyes. That he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation 13, 16, and 17. That's all that is this about. Now we are, out of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, we are the restraining. Now you know what is restraining that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way and the lawless one is revealed. 2 Thessalonians 3 through 8. We are the restraining. You and I, the body of Christ, we are the restraining. Now here is, this is deep and theological and hardly anybody will get it. You really have to be somebody with great revelation to get this. If you're going to be, if you're going to restrain, if you're going to be the great restraining, you're going to need to restrain. That means you're going to have to stand in the truth and not worry about the consequences of standing in the truth. Now, what has the church done on the whole? The church has cooperated with the murderers. The church has done what the murderers have told you. I have this whole list over here of 14 things. Race hustlers, abortionists, transgenderists, homosexual activists, gun grabbers, climate hustlers, COVID tyrants, mask tyrants, vaccine pimps, vaccine whores, disinformation police, the disinformation governance board, Yavo, Yakamanant, 
Ukraine warmongers, defund a police activist, Democratic Party, World Economic Forum. You have a lot of Christians who will say, you know what, I'll pick some. I hate that they're trying to take my guns. I can't stand that men are in women's restroom. But the very, so you can't stand that. But then you take their vaccine because they're all one and the same. They're all about control. Well, yeah, it's a medical emergency. No, how's a 99.9% survival virus a medical emergency? These are all one and the same. An abortionist is the same as a COVID tyrant. They're all part of the same party. They're all globalist leftists. How can you be for one and not for all? How can you be against one and not against all? I'm against them all. Every, every Ukraine warmonger is a vaccine whore. Every Ukraine warmonger, I know there's exceptions to this. I know that. The amalgam of humanity. I know that. But on the whole, these are all part of the same agenda. So you'll have, you'll have conservative pundits just rip the Democrats for gun grabbing and abortion, but then take the abortionist vaccine. That's all the same spirit. COVID tyrants and abortionists are all part of the Antichrist spirit. So you're going to agree with the Antichrist sometimes and not others? No, it's all the same thing. What you do is go, I am as a Christian, I am the restraining. I'm against it all. I'm against it all. And I stand in the truth. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, I can't stand that there's open borders and they're letting fentanyl cross the, you know, cross the open southern border. But you take the open borders advocates vaccine. You put on their swastika on your face. I hope that, am I making this clear to everybody? I hope that I'm making a very clear point to you. Where, 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 do you, where do you get this from? I'm going to let you yes, be yes, you know, be no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. That's just Jesus talking. Feel free to blow that off. As a loving Christian, if that, if that violates your love narrative, let your yes be yes, your no be no, for whatever's more than these is from the evil one. I say no to it all. To the race hustlers, the abortionists, the transgenderists, the homosexual activists, the gun grabbers, the climate hustlers, the COVID tyrants, the vaccine tyrants, the disinformation, the police, those who call January 6th insurrectionists. They're all vaccine pimps and whores. Every last one of them. The most grievous threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. Well, I, I disagree with that, Tom, but you took their vaccine and you put their swastika on your face. Back to China. Chuck Cholesterol tweet, breaking report, three-day recap from the board. Like, what does it have to do with China? China is peddling their vaccine through the southern border, transporting it right through the southern border for all the murderers. The same people that murder, 41 million babies per year. That's recorded. That's a UN statistic. That's not coming from Gateway Pundit. That's a UN statistic. Statistic. The same people that are peddling abortions are peddling fentanyl through Joe Biden's southern open southern border because Joe Biden hates humanity. He wants people to die. Breaking report, three-day recap from Border Patrol. It identifies the following. One, three days, three days. And this is from, I've had this ready to go for a couple weeks. So this is older. So this is from probably May. 131, three days, 131 pounds of fentanyl. Remember, May was a world record, never had more border crossings in history than May, which broke the previous record, which was April, all 2022. 
13 pounds of meth, 26 pounds of heroin, 22 water rescues, 2.446 migrants apprehended, 2,446 migrants apprehended, 10 sex offenders, three gang members, one assassination sub, sus, uh, suspect. That's what's coming through the southern border. Go to the next one for me. So he, now again, I'm relating this all to China. It's coming from China. And China receives great, fa- basically favored nation status from Joe Biden. Favored nation status from the ones who are Black Lives Matter activists. Again, all part of the list. Black Lives Matter activists are all like white supremacist terrorism. White, and there isn't any systemic white supremacy. There isn't. Where? Name it. How? How exactly? Police shootings. Far more unarmed white people are killed by the police than black people. Well, that's because there's so many more white people. 66% of the population is, is, is white. Oh, yeah, that's true. But here's the problem. 13% of the population commits... 56% of violent crime, that would be the black population. So they're more apt to get shot by the police. But even with that, more, un, more, more unarmed whites are, whites are killed every year than unarmed blacks. That's a fact. So it's just, an, it's just another lie. So the same people that are BLM activists because they put out a false narrative, of course, it's all a false narrative. Pastors preaching false love narrative, this is a false love narrative. You know, preaching the Bible, you're preaching a false love narrative. So... The, the, the NBA come out, Black Lives Matter, everybody takes a knee. But they don't say a daggum thing about China. They, they didn't say it. they're all for, and they were all, you know, all to, you know, hated the whatever what happened with 1-6, hated all that. And then they'll, they'll say that they're standing in freedom with the BLM, but then when you have a general manager from the Houston Rockets say that he's standing with the people of Hong Kong, who are resisting the PLA and the CCP, he, he gets obliterated on social media from, from the NBA themselves and from LeBron James saying that he, he's speaking out of ignorance. And they don't say a, a daggum thing about what's happening in China. Why? Because the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they bear from the faith and pierce themselves through with many sorrows. 1 Timothy 6.10. So allegedly... They really care about humans, but I guess the only humans they care about are the occasional black man or woman that gets killed by the police. That's the only humans the NBA cares about and the only humans the Democratic Party cares about because what's the Democratic Party done about Uyghur Muslims? All of these people that are vaccine pimps and whores saying they want to save people's lives, but really it's about control. Don't do a daggum thing about what's happening with the Uyghur Muslims in China, even people that are for Islamic rights in the United States, you know, Ilhan Omar, what's Ilhan Omar ever said about the Uyghur Muslims? Nothing, because it doesn't suit her political agenda. You have people over there daily being raped, tortured, their bodies being pulled apart, shipped off to concentration camps, very similar, looks very similar to 1930s Germany, being shipped off, zip-tied and blindfolded into oblivion, to be raped and tortured and have scientific experiments done right out of Joseph Mengele's playbook. And what does the left say? Absolutely nothing because it doesn't fit their agenda. See, for me, it all matters because it's all human life matters. When you can pull a baby piece by bloody piece out of a human womb while that baby's screaming, then you're not going to care about Uyghurs in China. It's all the same demonic spirit. The people don't care about the Uyghurs, pimp and whore vaccines, and then the Christians take the abortionists and the torturers vaccine because 
It's a medical emergency. Yeah, yeah, that the murderers and the liars made up for you to respond to. And you couldn't see it because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. You're not led by the Spirit of God. You're led by your own false love narrative. I'm going to show compassion by putting on the 2022 swastika on my face. I digress. Dr. Lee Ming-Yan tweet. P. Young Shi, who has been working with CCP People's Liberation Army, is part of a 2021, 2021, after the gain-of-function research from all the years before that created COVID-19, Anthony Fauci, by the way, is still sending money, leave this up now, is still leave it, sending money to this day to the Chinese Communist Party because, well, the, he believes that the Chinese Communist Party and the scientists for the Chinese Communist Party are mutually exclusive. A McDonald's in China is not mutually exclusive from the CCP and the PLA. Everything in China is CCP. Every business is CCP because it wouldn't be allowed to exist without CCP approval. Every business, every institution, Anthony Fauci is either Galactic, the only, there's only, there's only two, well, you know what, I'll give you three choices. Anthony Fauci is either galactically stupid or is in cahoots with a one world order or C, all of the above. Those are your choices. A, B, or C. That's it. That's your choices. He's either galactically stupid, in cahoots with the attempts to turn this world into a new world order, or C, all of the above. I believe, of course, it's all of the above. All right, who has been working with the CCP People's Liberation Army as part of a 2021 Fauci grant for basically a million dollars. P. Young Shi is now a professor at the University of Texas Medical Branch, UTMB, and an honorary professor at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So you have a professor at the University of Texas, and he's also a scientist at the Wuhan Institute of Virology working for the People's Liberation Army. China has infiltrated our country and the left doesn't care because they profit from China and they believe in how China does things. Justin Trudeau himself said his most admired country was China. That's why you never see them being punished. Here's a piece of the article. Pyongyang Shi was trained in the People's Republic of China and is now a professor in the Department of Biochemistry and Molecular Biology at the University of Texas. He goes from the People's Liberation Army trained in the People's Republic of China. Since 2007, Pyongyang Shi has also been an honorary professor at the Wuhan Institute of Virology and has been funded by Dr. Anthony Fauci's National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases since 2004. Pyongyang Shi also has extensive research collaboration with scientists from the Chinese People's Liberation Army, PLA. That research has led to Chinese patents assigned to Pyong Shi and the Chinese People's Liberation Army, in particular to Shang to Shang Feng Quan. Hard to say those names. Pyong Shi, who has been working with the Chinese People's Liberation Army, is part of the Fauci grant for one million dollars out of 2021. So after Anthony Fauci sends all that money to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, lab leak or unpurposed lab leak causes the pandemic. He's still sending money to the Wuhan, basically to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That's who Anthony Fauci is. He is a bold-faced, demonic, most highly paid government official on the planet. That's who Anthony Fauci is. Cambry tweet, 
You can't make this up. Research is at the Wuhan. Here it comes back to Wuhan again. Fentanyl from Wuhan. Uh, COVID-19 from Wuhan. Fentanyl from China. And now monkeypox. You can't make this up. Researchers at a Wuhan lab in China have conducted research on producing a monkeypox virus (laughs) a year prior to the outbreak. What a shock. What a shock. And lo and behold, you have a very strange sort of outbreak this year. Monkeypox comes out every year. It's basically spread by homosexual sex. But it, it's strange if it's been a little bit more of a spread this year. Very strange that the fentanyl makers, the COVID-19 makers, and lo and behold, both of those entities, well, all the same entity in two separate uh, manifestations, are also involved with the monkeypox. Natalie Winters tweet, Wuhan lab actually isolated the causative agent. Just uh, didn't they didn't they isolate the causative agent for COVID-19 too? The S-spike protein. Very, very strange, isn't it? Because Wuhan, the same Wuhan lab, isolated the causative agent of the virus clo- of, of a virus closely related to the monkeypox. Very strange, isn't it? Very strange how death comes from the same place. And the left, globalist leftists, Justin Trudeau's and the Bidens of the world do absolutely nothing because they're in cahoots with Bill Gates who wants to lower the Earth's population using vaccines that allegedly saves lives. How do you lower population by saving lives? And I just wanted to put this to you. I'm only gonna, I can only bear this video for a minute, but I want to show you how evil China is. This is a dog training class in China. Play it for me. I can't bear it. I can't stand it. There's the same people that collected up cats in bags and let them suffocate to death on the street and beat dogs to death with poles because of COVID-19, because of all the dogs that are spreading COVID-19. They are liars. They are evil. The PLA and the CCP doesn't mean the Lao Beijing of China, which is the populace that is not part of the CCP or the PLA. I'm not talking about them, but all of those that support, that collaborate, that cooperate, that acquiesce to the CCP and the PLA, they are evil. Evil. It's funny, isn't it? Fauci does the uh, what? What is the he had the he had the puppy study where he let sand fleas eat their face off. That was Fauci. Funny how that's kind of one of the same. Oh, you know, it goes back to my list. They're all one and the same. It's all antichrist. It's all cruel. It's all murderers. You are of your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language for he's a liar and the father of lies. John 8, 44, that's Anthony Fauci. That's the CCP. That's the Wuhan Institute of Virology and all the Christians do what they're told from those entities. Very strange, isn't it? And you're supposed to be the restraining. And all the churches closed, 99.9%. I will never close. I will never mask. I will never vax because my yes is yes and my no is no. And I'm not afraid of the consequences of standing in the truth. I'd rather be guillotined standing in the truth than live 100 years as a bull-faced freaking liar. If you don't believe me, you don't know me. 
Chuck Colesto tweet, switching to Canada now. Breaking now, Canada will introduce a mandatory monkeypox vaccination. Not that long ago. This was right here this month. What is today, the 21st? So this is eight days ago. So you got Canada jumping right along. Here comes Justin Trudeau because it's never been about a virus. It's never been about your health. It's about globalists like Justin Trudeau wanting to control your life for his own personal profit and power, which translates like a, you know, like a pyramid scheme right to the World Economic Forum. Breaking now, Canada to introduce a mandatory monkey box quarantine. Quarantine. Cities are now offering vaccinations. Strange. They can never let go. They can never let go. Here's China. Look at, look at how ridiculous China is. Back to China. Three store, three-sided story. They're testing trucks for COVID in China. Play it for me. What sense does that make? Let's look at the facts. How is COVID transmitted via the air? Not a, it, it is not transmitted through contact. <laughs> so what are you doing? It's nonsensical because it's got nothing to do with controlling a vaccination and keeping people healthy. It has to do with controlling them. We need to test your truck so we can control you. That's what it's all about. You will say our pronouns. You know what? The people in England and the people in Canada never thought they were going to be criminally charged because they called a he or she and a she a he, or they refused to call a he or she and a she a he. They are now because it's controlling you. That's what all the climate restrictions are. I was riding with my producer, Aaron, yesterday, and his um, F, is F-250, F-150, F-1, F-150, and it, we're, at, we're at a light, and his truck just shuts down because it's part of that ecosystem, and you, have, you can opt out of it. That's all about, that's just about control, too. And then the government can tell what, what's, what, a manufacturer, what a car manufacturer can manufacture and what they can't. It's all about control. No, it's saving the climate. Really? Then why do they fly around their private jets then? Why did you, if it's all about your health, why does Justin Trudeau have COVID again? If it is again, I'm not sure if he's gotten it before. Other people have, but he has it now. He caught it flying in somewhere in the United States, caught it, flew back into Canada. He was flying on a plane with a group of people, unmasked, flew into Canada knowing that he had COVID, flew into Canada and didn't go quarantine. So what rules of his own did he break? So his own dictates, Justin Trudeau's emergency powers dictates, are that you are not allowed to enter Canada with COVID. He did that. If you do enter Canada with COVID, you have to go to a 14, 14 day quarantine. He didn't do that. You are mandated through his own dictates that if you are flying on a plane with a group of people, you have to wear a mask. He didn't do that. Now, if he, if he believed in that which he dictates to you, and you could translate the same thing with Biden, who gets caught situationally without masks on, Kamala Harris situationally without masks on. So you can just translate this to all the all the the uh, mask Nazis and vaccine Nazis and lockdown Nazis and all the rest of them. If they really believe them, why are they abiding by it? They, you're like, well, because they can skirt and get away with it. No, they, if they really believe, they'd be scared of COVID. They aren't scared of COVID at all because it's never been about that. When are you going to wake up? And I know that I'm preaching to the choir here. Most everybody watching the show, we're on the same page. But there's always a couple people that aren't. There's, there's probably some ex-foundation church people that are watching this. When are you going to say it? 
I was wrong. The proliferation of the vaccine passports around the globe doesn't convince you as you read Revelation 13. Oh, wait, you don't read the Bible because you don't go by the word of God. You go by your version of love. That's your theology in Jesus' name. You've esteemed the name above the word instead of the word above the name because you can make up whatever you want under the name, but you can't change the word, can you? When are you going to say I was wrong? What do you got, Aaron? Prime Minister Trudeau, test positive for COVID-19. Oh, second time. That's the second time. Awesome. So it is two times. Allegedly, I don't believe he is because if you're a big enough wig in the WEF, you're not vaccinated. I think Joe Biden may be because they know that he's done anyway. But God, like a Barack Obama, Klaus Schwab, John Kerry, Prince Charles, who's they're going to own everything and be happy. You're going to own nothing and be happy. Notice how none of them are relinquishing their wealth. They're all great supporters of the WEF. You'll own nothing and be happy, even though they took that video down now because it wasn't sitting real well for them politically. But that, that notice how none of them are volunteering to relinquish their wealth. Barack Hussein Obama owns his 11, I think it's 11-room mansion on Martha's Vineyard. And of course, Michelle Obama was, was never proud of America until Barack Obama was president. But they have their, they have their, I think, I can't remember how many millions of dollars it is. 11 million, something like that. It's either 11, 11 rooms, 11, whatever it was, on Martha's Vineyard. And of course, he just built another seaside mansion in Maui. This community organized, who has another multi-million dollar home in D.C. The only president in history who actually made their post-presidential residency in D.C. Strange how that worked, too, isn't it? It's all coinkininkies. You have Susan Rice and Ron Klain, both, both Obama acolytes who are running the world right now, running the United States of America. Certainly isn't, isn't basement biker Joe Biden. What is it, 12 million on Martha's Vineyard? My producer Aaron just told me 12 million on, let me make sure, we gotta make sure you pronounce this correctly. Martha's Vineyard. I see you, Bubby. That's who the Obamas are. Spooning every night while they got military personnel from their own military operations rotting in federal prison, federal military prisons for ROA violations. Yeah, these people, they're, they're demonic. They're, they're just horrendous people. Absolutely soulless. So here's the point. Matter of fact, just side by side this, Tommy, if you could. That's my son Tommy running the slides. Here it is. I just wanted you to see this. This is a Sing Paying Yang video after you after scan your QR code. After scan your QR code, vaccine passport to send your ID information. This is China. This is, their, this is the plan for everybody. This is why they love China so much. This is why they never take action against China. This is their plan for you. Now you know who is restraining. That the lawless man may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains. Ask yourself, Christian, have you restrained this in the last 27 months of 15 days to flatten the curve or have you accelerated it? Masking, vaccine, locking down. Which side are you on? Did you accelerate this or restrain it? You know the answer. Most of you watching this podcast, you restrained it. But there's some that are watching right now. You know it. Say it out loud because you were quarantine days 17. You were super quarantine day, quarantine mom. With your leaves, you were, you, were, you were pasting onto poster boards. Look at this family time that this virus has given us. Liar. 
capitulator, acquiescer. You're not a restrainer. Just because you wear the name evangelical Christian doesn't mean that you're living the life of one. It certainly doesn't mean that you're restraining the Antichrist spirit. Because if you masked, if you locked down, if you quarantined, pimped and hoard vaccines or vaccinated yourself, you accelerated the move of the Antichrist. Where are we at? Ian Miles Chong. Ian Miles Chong tweet. Biden, see what I mean? All of all the evil that China does, fentanyl, COVID-19, beating their dogs, killing their dogs, killing their cats, doesn't matter. Torturing and experimenting on the Uyghur Muslims, raping Uyghur Muslim women. Biden, but what's Biden's response? Well, here it is. Biden lifts restrictions on Chinese imports produced with Uyghur slave labor to promote solar panel production. How does that fit into being a compassionate human? You really care about saving people's lives via stopping climate change? I guess you're not concerned about saving Uyghur Muslims' lives, though, right? And as an evangelical Christian, the Uyghur Muslims who don't believe in if you are a Muslim, you're not going to heaven, but I still love those people. I certainly wouldn't, they're, they're torturers. I wouldn't be giving economic benefits to their torturers, unlike the purveyors of love and compassion, the Democratic Party. That's exactly what they're doing. All right, on to the next one. And we're switching, going to concentrate on some Democratic Party politics here. Chuck Ross tweet. You're like, Tom, you're a pastor. You shouldn't be saying Republican, Democrat, politics. Show me that Bible verse, please. Oh, wait a minute. Again, you don't believe the Bible, do you? It's not a Bible verse. No politics from the pulpit. You show me the Bible verse, I'll stop doing politics from the pulpit. There is no such thing. It's called being a black robe Christian. It's called speaking the truth. Christians should be calling out lies. I call out lies from the Republican Party too. I can't stand what Donald Trump did with the vaccinations. I can't stand what Donald Trump did with COVID-19. I've said it from the the last 27 months of his 15 days to flatten the curve. I am an equal opportunity offender because I abide in the truth without regard to the consequences of it. Chuck Ross tweet, Representative Sharice David supports a total ban on members of Congress owning stocks. You're going to love this one, Tommy. My, my son's in the room and he, lo- he's, he likes to buy and sell tr- stocks and can't stand the insider trading that happens every day on Capitol Hill. But she owns... In, own, but she owns shares of green energy firms that lobby Congress. So she says, Sharice Davids of the Democratic Party, of course, says, you know what? Nobody in Congress should own any stocks except for me and my green stocks that I am lobbying Congress to pass. I want to own green, I want to own stocks in green companies, and I am lobbying Congress to eliminate fossil fuels so that the companies that I own stock in become prevalent. She serves on how, of course, and where does she serve? Where she can eliminate fossil fuels and institute green energy, which personally profits her. She serves on on house transportation and infrastructure, which has helped shape the green infrastructure initiative, which has sent us another trillion dollars in debt. You want to know about the debt? Well, this is about inflation. You can put up the next one for me. There you go. I want you to know because you always have the lie. The lie is that it's Putin. Putin has caused inflation. Putin caused the gas price increase. All bold-faced. Listen, it's bold-faced lies. It's just bold-faced lies pulled out of thin air. Trying to find somebody else to blame for your own policies, for the failures of your own policies. So you have President Biden take office January 2020, 2021. 
American Rescue Plan, that wonderful plan of his. Remember, we're $30.5 trillion in debt. American Rescue Plan, which was $1.9 trillion of unfunded liabilities. American Rescue Plan signed into law March 20th. Now, everybody notice the incline. The non-Putin, the Putin-less incline. March 20th. March 11th, 2021, American Rescue Plan. Then you go all the way up the old golden line, all the way up to the very tip top where Putin gets involved and inflation actually goes down and then goes back up slightly. So it, it actually is identical to where Biden took it all by himself. Bicycle Biden. He did it all by himself. It's nothing to do with Vladimir Putin. And by the way, he said, Biden said, that he was going to turn the ruble into rubble. <laughs> Aaron's laughing. Uh, the ruble has gone up 9% as the American dollar has declined and is really no longer the global currency. And Russia is richer now than they've ever been. So, oh, that's impossible because nobody's buying their gas. Let me just tell you, A, everybody's still buying their gas, including the United States, just so you know. All their pontificating, all of their virtue signaling, the United States, we're still buying Russian gas every freaking day. Every day. And those where, where there was a void in the market for people because you had WEF dictator Vladimir Putin invade WEF dictator Voldemar Zelensky's country those that stood in their virtue and said, we're, we're standing with the democracy of Ukraine. The Ukraine now formally today eliminated their op- the only, the number, basically, if you have Democrats and Republicans, there's actually allegedly more Democrats than Republicans. They just eliminated their version of the Republican Party today. Well, actually yesterday. Yeah, that's gone. And that's a democracy, right? You're not allowed to have an opposition party in Ukraine or opposition political media in Ukraine, but that's a democracy. Uh, Voldemar Zelensky made $100 million last year. How was that for a democracy? But for those that virtue signal and said, we're standing with the, the democracy of Ukraine. All that, and you no longer took their gas. And by the way, you have Germany right now calling it an act of war, that Russia, or an act of aggression, that, that Russia stopped sending their oil and gas to Germany. That's what Germany wanted. You got what you wanted. But those that stood and said, you know, we're no longer going to take Russian gas. Well, they sent it all to India. India has one. Everyone, nobody gets this. I was talking to my son Tommy about this the other day. Nobody gets this. What's the size of India? Uh, three times the size of the United States. They have one billion people. Only two countries on the globe have a billion people, China and India. And by, by the way, where's all the Russian gas going? Uh, that would be China and India. We're in Germany. We're not taking their oil and gas anymore. You're a couple hundred million people. You're not even that. You're a hundred million people. hundred million out of a billion, which is a thousand millions. Do you realize how small we are in the United States? That's why we may not want to gay up our military anymore. And certainly don't want to vaccinate them, considering that every sickness, illness, and disease and malady in the military is up 300 to 1,600% in one year. I wonder why that was at the introduction of the vaccine. But Christian, just keep taking it, you dip squat. Why don't you, why don't you actually, why don't you study to show yourself approved? 
So you know what? Every virtue signaler that said, you know, we're not taking Russian gas, they said, you know what? That's just fine. There's a billion people over in India that will take it. India is three times the size of the United States. And we're worried about that we're going to we're shutting the valve off to Russian oil and gas, which we didn't. But politically, I mean, uh, you know, allegedly we did. In, in virtue, the, the Democratic Party, that's, that is virtue to them, is virtue saying. Not what you do, but what you say. That's what that, so if you say that you've cut off the supply of, of Russian oil and gas, then that means you are, you're actually virtuous, even though you don't do it. Even if you say that you want, that you're a lifesaver, even though you butcher the unborn to the tune of 41.2 million a year. But as long as you say it, that makes, that makes it who you are. So the Russians just said, fine, we'll send it to China, we'll send it to India. Both of which have a billion people. China and India are way bigger than the United, get ready, are way bigger than the United States, Canada, all of South America, all of Central America, the Antarctic, Canada, uh, let's see, um, great portions of, a- of Africa, uh, Japan, they're, they're way bigger. You, you look at, the, you look at the, the size of Great Britain, Great Britain has like 459, 69 million people. We're not taking your gas anymore. No, no problem because we got a thousand millions in India. People are so stupid because they don't study to show themselves. Look at our virtue. You have, you have homosexuals marching in the streets, waving Ukraine flags, transgenders, actually waving flags for the Ukraine. Transgenderism is illegal inside the Ukraine. <laughs> and I have video of it. I won't get to it tonight because Aaron and Tommy took up all the time. Let's go to the next one. By the way, Peter, this is, yeah, I told you, this is democratic politics, so we're going all over the place. By the way, Peter Ar- Ari- Arredondo, Arredondo, Peter Arredondo, chief of police, Uvalde Police Department, whose hands are stained with the blood of Uvalde children, is a Beto O'Rourke donor. Here are the 2018 receipts. As I've told you, you want, you want to find Democrats follow dead bodies. Uvalde police, stood with both their fingers surgically implanted. Actually, I should do it. I was going to say surgically implanted up their nose. One surgically implanted up their nose. The other one surgically implanted up their anus for 40 minutes. Listening to AR gunshots saying that it's a hostage situation. How's it a, how's it a hostage situation and not an active shooter? There's gunshots going off, which would denote, which you should be able to glean, is an active shooter situation. But the Uvalde Police Department, let's just put that back up there, Tommy, because I forgot his name. Oh, Peter Arredondo, you're good now, I got it right here. He just stood out there and did absolutely nothing. Finally, two Border, border Patrol agents went and shot and killed the guy. He did nothing for 40 minutes. And it's, even, it's somewhere between an hour and 40 and 40 minutes, depending on which... Which media report, which assessment of the situation you, that you read? That he, he's a Beto O'Rourke supporter. You put up the you put up the slide with just put that back up there, would you? With the Federal Election Commission, can you put that back up, Tom? Yeah, that's good. I just want people to be able to see it because so you know this is where the guy who stood there with his surgically implanted finger up his nostril and his anus for 40 minutes doing absolutely nothing, listening to AR gunshots as 19 kids are blown away doing absolutely nothing 
His checks, though, are going to, you can't really see it probably, but if you look under where it says recipient, it's Act Blue. That's the Democratic Party. That's where all, all the BLM money goes, by the way. When you donate to Black Lives Matter, it goes to white politicians under the organization of Act Blue. So when you got surgically implanted finger up nostril and anus, Peter Arredondo, he made sure that his checks went to Beto O'Rourke and Act Blue while kids were being blown away. And then what does Peter Arredondo probably want to do since all of his money goes to Act Blue and the Democratic Party? Take away your guns. He'll still have his, by the way. The man who's a complete and total coward, he'll have his guns, but he takes away yours. That's why all the Soros prosecutors, I went over this on Saturday, all the Soros prosecutors don't prosecute gun crimes so they can, so they can use that as a precipice to take away your guns. How, what, what sense does that make? Very simple. You don't prosecute gun crimes, so gun crimes go through the roof. You have the lying sack of poo-poo. Gavin Newsom come out, he's got to get a count on Truth Social, and he goes, why is it that uh, all of the, 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 the top 10 states in homicide rates are all red? He said that. <laughs> but the problem is, in those red states that are leading homicide, they have their all of their metropolitan areas where all the crimes are occurring are all controlled by Democrats. If you actually looked at the map, all the red areas, no murder, statistically speaking, and all the blue areas is where all the murders occur. Soros funded, 40, using $40 million, 75, puts 75 liberal DAs in place, so in those areas that are leading in homicide that, that Gavin Newsom wants to lie, of course, because he's a liar. He wants to carry out his father. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. So he's a bold-faced liar. He'll say Pennsylvania. Why is, I don't know if Pennsylvania is. I'm just making this up, but just as an example. Why is Pennsylvania leading the, why is Pennsylvania in the top 10 for homicide rate in the country? Oh, that would be because of Philadelphia and Pittsburgh that are completely and totally controlled by Democrats. The rest of the country is red. It basically has no murder. So it's just, it's just lying through statistics because that's who he is. And by the way, the number one state in the country for mass shootings is California under Gavin Newsom. But what they do is they put all those prosecutors in place. Soros-funded prosecutors. Kim Fox out of Chicago. Kim Gardner out of St. Louis. George Gascon out of uh, Los, Los Angeles. Larry Krasner out of Philadelphia all funded by George Soros. He put them in office. None of them prosecute gun crimes. So they have gun crimes going through the roof. So now they say, look at guns are the problem. No, guns are not the problem. It's you not prosecuting gun defendants, gun criminals. So then they go to the non-criminals and take their guns. That's pure globalist leftist logic. They let the people out. They let the gun criminals out. And then go take the guns away from people who need them to defend themselves against the criminals they let out with guns. That's leftist globus because it's got nothing to do with guns. It has nothing to do with safety. It has to do with defanging your opposition so you can control. Control, 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 control. It's out of the book of Revelation. It's not politics. All right. Uh, Niall Gardner, tweet, Washington, D.C. Now, let me, let me set this up for you because this is a two- Two slide part right here out of D.C. Two or three slides, actually. If, if liberal politics worked, 
if, and I don't even like to call it liberal because it's really not liberal, it's leftist. Leftist progressive politics work. Now let's look at the 20, both the 2016 and the 2020 presidential election. Donald Trump received less than 5% of the vote in D.C. in both elections. Last election, he received 2%. <laughs> Joe Biden got 98% of the vote in D.C. So every leftist agenda item is already institutionalized in D.C. Mass gun control, gender equity, transgender equity, climate, everything is our social, I mean, social programs, social equity, financial equity, all is already institutionalized in place in swampy D.C. Every leftist dream so this should be a utopia. If leftist politics worked, if their politics worked, if their agenda worked, D.C. would be the cleanest, crime-free, richest, most socially equitable, racially equitable, sexually equi- equitable place on the planet because every single Democratic Party platform item is already institutionalized in D.C. So let's look at this. Washington, D.C. is in a serious state of decline with soaring crime, rampant lawlessness, widespread carjacking. The city has been controlled by Democrats for decades as a one-party state with no political opposition. The left run U.S. cities into, into the ground with complete impunity. Go to the next one for me, Tommy. Here's a video now. Are we on video? Oh, I'm sorry. You got it. You're right and I'm wrong. Here it is. Now, there's more statistics. Washington, D.C. ranks dead last. <laughs> this is so funny. Because they, all they care about is racial equity. Racial quotas, your Asian kids cannot get into college because black kids are scoring less than them, are scoring on low on, on standardized tests, are scoring lower than the Asian kids, but you have to have a certain number of black kids in, a certain number of gay people, a certain number of transgenders, it's all control. So these things are already institutionalized. I'm not saying everything that I just said is institutionalized, but those are just examples. But all of their racial equity has already been institutionalized in D.C. for decades by the Democratic Party. So it should be a black person's equitable dream in D.C. But is it? Washington, D.C. ranks dead last in economic racial equality. So if you want to be disadvantaged the most as a black person or any any race, then move to where the Democrats have run the show for decades. Who's number one? Alaska ranked first (laughs) in the nation while Washington, D.C. So the racists, if if you want racial equity, run to the states that the Democratic Party calls racist. You know why? Because we're not racist. They're projecting onto us that which they are in D.C. proves it. Proves it. They're the racist. Washington, 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 Washingtonian. Man, it's hard to say. That's like when I struggle to say totalitarian. Washington, Washingtonian. Washington, I got to get it right. Washingtonian. Is that right? Washingtonian. Is that right there? Yeah. All right. Problems. I have to get it right. Very competitive. Sent in, sent in by the community as they took place earlier today. Look at this rampant lawlessness inside of D.C. Play it for me. 
There you go. All of what you just saw was completely and totally outlawed, and that's in D.C. That's in metropolitan D.C., run by Muriel Bowser, lifelong Democrat, abortionist, racist. They all are. Listen, if you, you're racist if you're Lori Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot refused to grant interviews to white reporters. You're a racist. You're a black person who's a racist, just like there's white people who are racist, Hispanic people that are racist. Gay people that are racist, straight people that are racist, whatever. You're, you're a racist. That's who the Democratic Party is. And D.C. is the Petri dish of the Democratic Party. Joe Biden's own White House is the Petri dish for the Democratic Party. And they just had a mass exodus of African-Americans from the White House claiming racism inside the White House. That, that's the Democratic Party. They are what they project on to you. They are. What, whatever they say you are is what, they, is what they really are. All right, John D. Tweet. Reminder, again, just in the Democratic Party politics uh, section. Reminder of what's sitting in the FBI basement. Ashley Biden's diary, which has some rather in, uh, incendiary accusations. Hunter Biden's laptop. When we just watched a video recently where, according to Alex Jones, there's Hunter Biden video. There's video of Hunter Biden on the laptop committing some very serious criminal and sexual acts on kids, possibly even to the age of 10. We don't know. That's an accusation. I don't know yet. But why has it not come out? But and by the way, that laptop completely and totally exonerated Donald Trump in his Ukraine impeachment and the, and the FBI did absolutely nothing. William Barr did absolutely nothing with it. And they knew the entire time and it completely, there wouldn't have been no Ukraine impeachment, but Bill Barr did absolutely nothing with it. And he knew the entire time. So when he's out there, we, he's acting like every, I can't stand these people because they actually remind me of what I call the wisdom class inside of churches. Oh, well, you know, you have the Bible, but you know, you, you got to use wisdom in these difficult times. And that's what Bill Barr is on and about doing on his book tour right now. I hope his book sells nothing. Acting like it was, no, there was no evidence of, of mass voter fraud in the 2020 election. Really, the, you mean the, the voter fraud that you never looked into, the election that you never spent any time looking into? But because if you, if you actually speak the truth, Bill, there's consequences to it. If you actually investigated it and investigations reveal the truth, There'll be consequences to you. So you chose, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and abide in lies. It's the wide path, but it's the easy path. Ghislaine Maxwell's black book is with the FBI. 14,000 hours of exp- exculpatory material from the January, J- January 6th protest. 20,000 images, computers, and hard drives seized by Epstein's Manhattan, seized from Epstein's Manhattan mansion and private island all sitting with the FBI. And the only one who's been prosecuted for Epstein's crimes is Ghislaine Maxwell. That's the FBI. Nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party. Listen, I love you all. We are back here Thursday night, 8.30 with more facts. I didn't get to hardly any of them tonight. Whatever's still relevant at that time, we'll get to. I got a whole Ukraine series that I've been dying to get to, but all the time keeps somehow magically disappearing during these podcasts. 
But back here Thursday night, 8.30, do not miss it. Love you all and God bless you. The days we are living in are truly exciting. It's time to rise up to your calling that God has purposed just for you. Join me for Foundation Church's first ladies conference. Save the date for our beloved conference, August 25th through the 27th. You won't be the same after this weekend. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing the Bible, prosperity the Bible, sin the Bible, everything, protection the Bible, church the Bible. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.